I, I maybe I did play it just a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative and your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> Further review. I'm here with Frank Bassner. Yes, we are live in the studio. The University of Toledo Student Union is open. It opened about a week ago, actually, and we were able to get into the studio. Yes, we do have precautions with masks and disinfect. Uh, so, if you're watching us on the live stream, you can see the can of Lysol. As your buddy said, is that a metaphor? <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. But you got, we're going to talk a little bit about the NBA and NHL bubble, but Frank's got some breaking news with Frank. From David Jesse of the Detroit Free Press, uh, says the following. Hold on. Shoot. I thought you had it. Yeah, I did. The Big Ten commissioner prefers spring football season. Mm, the dominoes are falling. Yep. Here's what, here's what he writes. Big Ten presidents are expected to meet Saturday to discuss the future of the conference's fall sports seasons. Multiple sources with direct knowledge of the situation told the Freep. That's the Detroit Free Press. Yeah. That and it's the, po- the locals need to know. Yeah. And it's possible that a spring football season could be on the table. Sources were briefed about the scheduled call, but were not authorized to speak publicly about it. Going into the call, the sources were told Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren preferred a spring football season, although no decision had been made. An email to the Big Ten was not returned. And this meeting comes, obviously, hours after the MAC presidents had met and decided to move their season from fall to spring. So this is kind of a developing story going on right now. And I guess we'll see what happens. Well, it hasn't really been a developing story. The story of the year in 2020 has been COVID-19. And we knew eventually this was going to happen. I think people were kind of crossing their fingers, praying that we could have football, maybe. And the reality is hitting that, no. You know, March Madness got canceled. uh, Spring sports got canceled. But heaven forbid it would happen to football. And now it's just like Mortal Kombat. Finish him. It looks like this football season might get pushed back as well. Crazy, huh? Yeah. Never imagined that. Yeah. But in other news, though, we are talking about the NBA and NHL bubble. Uh, the NBA started a couple of weeks ago. It started out with some, I guess, scrimmages slash preseason or preseason bubble games and now they are uh gotten into their uh regular season games i think they believe they play about i think it's eight to ten games for the nba's bubble before they get actually into the playoffs by the way the washington wizards were officially eliminated yesterday as they will be going fishing as they like to say on tnt's uh show uh but your your thoughts on the NBA and NHL bubble? They also started now. They're having something different with the NHL, where they're doing kind of like a play-in series. Not yeah. to mention, it's not all centrally located now with the NBA. This is all centrally located at the Disney Wide World of Sports in Orlando. Whereas hockey, there's a site in Toronto, 
and a site in Vancouver where I've heard that the numbers are kind of low in Canada. And by the way, a lot of countries are not letting Americans in. Well, it's actually Edmonton where Edmonton, my bad. The Western Conference my bubble bad. is. So I mean I mean, yeah, that's and plus you mentioned the NBA doing theirs in Orlando. And here here's something for everyone. And those who said, oh, the bubble isn't going to work. They're in a the NBA bubble's in Florida, which is a hotbed. Who said that, though? I mean, I know I've heard, David Manigot Harris had his, his. I know, his yeah, but I mean, spec- it's just, just a lot of stuff that I had the, I had been hearing on. Did anyone watch the TBT? I mean, I, I caught bits and pieces of it. But the, the basketball tournament proved to you it was going to work. I mean, they were very strict about it. It was for three weeks, it was here in, the, in Ohio, and only one team. One team had to be eliminated because of COVID because one player tested positive. Only one. The rest of them tested negative. One player tested positive. So obviously they had to uh, release that team from the bubble, and the team that they were supposed to play got pretty much virtually a bye to the next round. But the, the TBT proved it. Once you get people quarantined away from the outside world, obviously with, with strict testing and strict social distancing, the thing's going to work. Yeah. And also, since this return to the bubble has happened, the NBA and NHL have done a couple rounds of COVID testing. Who wants to guess how many of those cases came back positive? There's only us two in here, so I'm going to guess zero. The correct answer is a big, fat zero. Right. Which, I mean, which it shows that it's working. Especially in the NHL, I mean, the NBA's had a couple of miscreants who decided to step outside the bubble. And Rashawn Holmes accidentally did it because he was getting something delivered to him, and he barely stepped out of the bubble zone. But but since he did it, he had to be quarantined. And the players are allowed to leave to take care of family situations. You just have to be quarantined. Yeah. Now this bubble idea gets a lot better because after next week, there's going to be some teams going bye bye. So, yeah. We get eliminated. Same thing with the NHL. There's going to be a lot of teams going bye bye. Yeah, there are there are plenty that are going bye bye and are going to be getting ready to hit the golf course, which I'll get to. In well, my they were actually they were actually already hitting the golf course. Yeah, <laughs> they are. I'll get I'll get I'll get to that later. I think, I think in the bubble they can do the golf course and fish. And this is for the NBA where they're allowed to fish and golf and everything like that and sit by the pool. I mean, they're kind yeah. of limited at what they can do. Yeah, but you can't go outside that bubble. So Lou Williams going out and getting wings at a strip club. <laughs> I think they're. I think there was a little bit more than that going on, but uh, I digress. I mean, I, I think besides that picture being taken of him getting some wings, he was getting some other breasts and thighs. I, yes, we. Uh, I. That's what I was getting at. But well, again, yeah. and Jack Harlow put him on blast. Have you heard that, Jack Harlow? I have not. What you never heard, Jack Harlow? Uh, Pop it. Uh, no, I have not. I've oh God. Okay, keep going. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's worked. I mean, they've got the measures in place. Everything's working, and you know what? I think we could very well see this next season for the NBA. Provide if things don't get better enough, where we can return to their own cities. I mean, NHL would probably be a little bit tougher here because you'd probably need like more rinks to be available as well because you'll have all thirty-one teams playing. So that'd be some, that's something they'd have to figure out, too. And honestly, I think this is something that they should have considered for the NFL as well. 
That's a little more difficult, though. Yeah, but I mean, I this is something I heard Rico Beard mention is that you could possibly do something in the state of Texas. I mean, you've got all those all those college fields. You got uh, Royal Memorial Stadium, the University of Texas at Austin. You've got Kyle Field at for A and M. You got Texas Tech's field. You've got fields in. You've got Baylor's. You got Houston. You got TCU. And you've got high, you've got high school fields that are that you could use as a practice field, even. So I mean, there there's a way for it to work. But the problem is, I don't think there's enough time to get it all ironed out from a logistical standpoint. As well, especially given that Texas high school football is, but even though it's been pushed back, it's not going to happen till September. So how's that going to work out as well? And of course, this is something that's being reportedly thrown around for college basketball, but it would go in a conference by conference basis. I mean, the Big Ten would probably do something for all fourteen of their teams. Teams, the ACC would do something. SEC would do something. I mean, the the mid major conferences. I would say, yeah, they could do something. The big, I think, the really the big concern with that is. How are they going to be able to go to class? I mean, obviously, they'd probably all have to go virtually or do online and have to do all their work on their own time. But I think—I mean, honestly, I think that's something that can be ironed out and can be fixed so that we can make this happen. Yeah, you're right. I think because like baseball, I think baseball kind of dropped the ball with it. They maybe could have went to a bubble. They, they were coming up with ideas with regional and stuff like that. But – I'm sure, you know, there's different places that had a whole bunch of baseball fields, but they wanted to. The thing about baseball that irritates me is that the Korean Baseball League has been doing what baseball is doing and hasn't had any problems. And now Korean baseball's even added fans in the last few weeks. Socially distanced. Probably the the uh, fields they're playing at are 20 percent capacity, but at least they're still having fans there. Um, but then now with baseball and all the positive tests and guys just doing whatever the heck they want to do, it, it, it just pretty much shows you that you, you can't really, if you're going to do this, you, you got to play dad. You got to play mom. You got to you got to basically watch grown men <laughs> in professional leagues and women because the WNBA is down in Bradenton, I believe, at the IMG Academy doing their uh, bubble. So and, it, and it's working. So it is proven that this stuff can work. Um, unfortunately, you can't really do that in high school sports. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. But then again, I thought about it sort of. Let's say they do do virtual. And right now, I will admit, while the month of July, very few cases have happened. I've heard of instances happening. You only have the athletes in the building. So it's easy to trace who's got it. Whereas if you're going to have a full school day, you have – Everybody and anybody going through the building, people dropping off deliveries, everything like that, you could probably spread it easier. Now, I understand if they don't have kids going to school and they want to do virtually, I don't think that can really stop really having sports at high schools. Because like I said, all you have at the school is those athletes. And we've noticed when there's smaller numbers, it's easier to contain or it's easier to track the virus basically um i i do think that 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 might be have to be for high school sports is where if they probably have school do it virtually you're still going to school 
and almost, you know, people say that schools are almost going to be going virtual at some point eventually in the future. But you can still have the athletes come. Now, obviously, you have to have all the precautions. Maybe you can't use the locker rooms. You can have your own water bottle. But with all those strict precautions, you can limit this. And remember, what this COVID thing is, granted, it is somewhat to save lives, but it is also so that our hospitals don't get overrun with this. Because remember, they have to deal with other stuff as well. So that's what they're trying to do is keep the infection rate, I guess, low. And so that they don't overfill hospitals. It's not more or less a life or death thing as far as this quarantine thing is going on. But I think that's the closest thing you can get to a high school bubble is probably having the schools go, the school population going virtual and only people that are allowed to be on, on, in the facilities and at a certain time are the athletes. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, with, uh, I mean, we just started basketball workouts at Bedford, and I mean, the way we have to do it is everybody brings their own ball, mm-hmm. you bring your own water, you bring your own hand sanitizer. You gotta now, that's your phase. Now, we started out with that phase before, but then we went to everyone can use the ball, and we can do a little bit of contact. We can only Now, they, they will let you do only interest scrimmages between each other, but we make sure that everything is sanitized. We'll continue. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, hopefully we can – I mean, obviously we've – I mean, we can't. Everyone having to use their own ball. I mean, they saying you can't pass, but I mean, you can't. You can't just go and not pass the ball to to work on stuff. So I mean, we'll obviously have everyone use hand sanitizer and stuff, and well, uh, use common that's sense how, and don't sneeze on it. Well, yeah, and that's how Ohio started as well. Was where everyone had to be on their own basket, and you you had to clean the ball, and you couldn't pass to each other. Now we've gone past that phase where we can actually do some drills and. We've been doing some open gyms and stuff like that. But the only people that are allowed in the gym are people that actually go to the school. You can't have outside people coming in. You can't have a scrimmage between other schools. Now, I have heard word that OSHA, now this has kind of somewhat leaked out, that possibly for winter sports, especially for basketball games, only max in the gym could probably be about 96 people. Now, for girls' games, that might not be a problem because there, there's some teams that just don't travel. It's just family and friends, and you probably have less yeah. than 50 to 100 people unless it's a big game, and then that's when you start to get to the, the possibility where it's 500 to 1,000. Boys games, a little bit different. Unless you're you're straight trash team. You know, and there are some trash high school teams out there that don't get any fans. But for boys games, let's face it, you're going to get at least a, a minimum of 300, 400 people for bad teams, and then for the big games, you're, you're talking about thousands. So that, that'll that be something. And that 96 people include the players, the coaches, and the scorekeepers and the refs. That doesn't not include them, and then you have fans. So th- that could be a possibility, social distancing. I don't know how they're going to do the bench. I think it's really weird Yeah, he- how they have them sitting six feet apart, but they all come together on the court and give each other fist bumps. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand the logic behind that either. I mean, how you get? You're not really going to be able to spread everybody six feet out on the bench unless you put unless you put them all in rows in the bleachers. That's what, right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I I think that's coach. And then there's some coaches that have on masks and some coaches that don't either, which is another head scratcher for me. Yeah, I mean when I when I was a, when I was at workouts on Thursday, hey, I just had my mask with me because we have. Because our one assi- because our one assistant coach Mark Hubbard, 
he is a little, he's highly concerned that he could get this. So I mean, I just make sure if I'm talking to him, I have mine on, and uh, and of course, I think all, all our players know that that uh, they gotta stay as far away from him as they can. I mean, he's obviously still trying to show them what to do. Who? <laughs> so I mean, that's one. That's one thing you know. We'd have concerns over. I mean, he probably won't be able to be. The, he probably won't be able to be there on game days because right. the amount of people. But I mean, but if things are better, her then obviously he'll be able to. I mean, as for attendance at games, I mean, we our for our first scheduled game is home. We're home against Woodward. I mean, I uh, the polar bears. Yes, that uh, Woodward. I don't know. That's an inter. You know, and I've heard that it could be uh, the schedule could be pushed back. To January, and they'll just play a condensed schedule and try to get the twenty-two games in there. There's, there's one phase. This is for Ohio. I don't know about Michigan. Yeah, no, nothing's really been discussed about basketball yet. Another thing could be it could be conference only. Push back to January conference only. Most teams have eight teams in their conference, and you can't include yourself. So you're going to get your fourteen games, and then you're going to go to the state playoffs. Now you lose eight games, which would be your out of conference games. Normally, most leagues depending on what they have. Um, some some leagues, you, you, you play people twice, like I said, but it could be where uh, also the third phase could be where you could only play people in your metro area. I do know in a conference that I coach in, there's a couple schools who are 35 to 45 minutes away to an hour and a half away. With the COVID stipulations, that's too much travel. So some of those schools might get left out. We don't know. Or if they just go to the conference schedule, then we're going to be playing them. But that's what might happen. So it could be a possibility you could play Woodward, or it could be a possibility you might not play them. Yeah. I mean, I'm actually trying to pull up our schedule right now. Um, I mean, I mentioned. Here's, here's, you never heard this beat before? That's Jack Harlow. Oh, really? Yeah. He can pass that oh, ball like stuff. Stockton. You never that's, heard that before? I had not. I had not. But yeah, it's a good one. Okay. But I mean, here's a. I mean, you mentioned opponents in your area. I mean, I mean Woodward. Obviously, we don't know what Ohio's going to do yet. Exactly. I mean, we kind of got seen indications. So I mean, like that could very well be off the table. And again, this is just. I'm kind of surprised you're playing an Ohio team, considering that Michigan went over to that point system for playoffs. Yeah, I think. I mean, th- this may have been because that agreement was in place. Prior to, right. so I mean, I think that's just, we're just trying to finish out contracts and everything. Right. I mean, then we'd have to we have a road trip to Ottawa Lake Whiteford again. That's in that's in Michigan, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we got a game against Adrian. I mean, our conference games: Celine, Ann Arbor, Huron, Pioneer, Skyline, Lincoln. Ooh, we against Imani. No. We don't have to worry about Imani because he's going to Ipsy Prep now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah, since he yeah, I think he announced that when he uh, committed to Michigan, Michigan State. State. I forgot about he did go to Ipsy's Ipsy Prep. So I mean, at least who's so, coaching over there at Ipsy Prep? I, th- you know, I've heard rumors that his dad might end up being the coach there, but I'm not sure. Wow, well, but, I, I mean, wonder why he left. Man, that was great in your conference to have him. It was, but I think he wanted he wanted to do a prep school. That way, he could go play like against a lot of the national guys, play like against Oak Hill or Huntington or 
What a, yeah. insert prep school here that I, I'm right. trying to think mm-hmm. of, but drawing a blank on the Roth. What is that? The Rothschild, whatever of the hearing prep school, whatever. Now, yeah. I mean, it's just like the basketball powerhouses that I know. I know. I know about Oak Hill. I know about. Now they're allowed to do that. Now this is kind of going off subject, but I thought schools in Michigan weren't allowed to be traveling like that. You could only travel unless you're unless you're a prep school. When did that rule come into effect? Because what about Rocket Watts? Remember, he went all the way down to Spire with Lamelo or Lamelo Ball to play because he was because in Michigan, because obviously Rocket Watts is from Michigan, because the schools weren't allowed to travel. Well, this is well Ipsy, well Ipsy Prep is kind of like a well, there this whole prep school thing with Ipsy Prep, it's it's an affiliation of Aim High Academy, which like just formed. So I mean, that was are they part of Michigan rules or no? Well, they're not. They are not. They are not sanctioned by MHSAA. Right. I figured. So that's that. that's why they're allowed to go and pretty much play nationally. Because there's a there's actually a school in Monroe County that State Line Christian, who you may or may not have heard of. I've heard of them. Yes. They are even though they're in Michigan and they will have MHSAA officials. They are not sanctioned by MHSAA because they go Christian play. League. Yeah, they yeah. they mm-hmm. go. They're in some like uh, Christian school conference mm-hmm. deal, which I I don't remember what it is. But I mean, they go down to Kentucky, they go to Indiana, they go to Illinois and play in tournaments. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's that's I guess that's kind of how that works. Yeah, because now in state line, Christian can get kids from Ohio or from anywhere, and with the Michigan law rules, and it's probably like Ohio as well. If you are under MHSAA, the kids have to live in Michigan. If not. They, some schools say we'll break away from this. We'll be in a Christian league. We'll get kids from from wherever because I'm pretty sure state line probably gets some kids that are on the border from Ohio. It happened to Emmanuel Christian for a while. Emmanuel Christian was in the Christian league. Uh, they were in Christian tournaments. It was because they were getting kids from Michigan to play, and you can't have kids playing in from Michigan, living in Michigan, playing on an Ohio team, playing in OSHA sanctioned tournaments. O H S A A. So that, that that happens. But keep going. Now, who else are you guys playing? I mean, we've also got. Adrian, uh, and who's from the Southeastern Conference White Division. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not too far. Our our crossovers against Ypsilanti High, mm-hmm. the Grizzlies. Plus, we've also got Monroe, which don't cancel that. That's rival. That's our rival. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though Celine is too. <laughs> and then we've also got um, uh, Pinckney from the White Division. So basically, you got the league games. You're fine. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I mean, but our cro- but our how's it going to affect our crossover game or other opponents from the other division that we play once, like Adrian and Pinckney? And I mean, the only game I think might be could potentially be off the table. We do have a road trip to Davison. Where's that? Davison's up around the Flint area. Yeah, that might that might be a little tough. Yeah, but I I mean it's really going to depend what MHSA decides come basketball season. So, I mean I know it's that's probably a game that we're going to have to play on the weekend because it's a long it's a long trip there. It's I think it's like 105 miles one but, way. But then you never know. There could be a vaccine. Uh, there's, yeah. a, there's a vaccine that's out there. Um, I'm sure all this will will end. But it's been proven and it's been shown that. With some social distancing and masks and in a bubble that this is being effective. And now it is strange to be in August and watching NBA regular season basketball. Yep. 
I'm sure I'm, I'm surprised you haven't heard this that that popping you know that, that that's a that's a good one I mean you haven't heard this this has been the the the, the beat of the summer Frank <laughs> this one I, I well like I said I haven't heard it yet but I'm, actually it's pretty good oh, okay wait a minute I think I might have the song let me let me bring that up because I think ooh, as we end this segment here because I know I know you had to been hearing this uh recently added let's see here Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. What's poppin'? Brand new whip just hopped in. I got options. I can pass it like Stockton. Just joshing. I'm spending this holiday locked in. Good stuff. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. We ever heard that? Okay. All right. Was, that's was, that's gonna be something I had to my yeah, rotation. rotation. That that's that Jack Harlow right there was popping. Yeah, like he told you, you can pass that ball like Stockton. You know. <laughs> And he, yep. he is a white guy, by the way. Yeah. Anything else before we get out of here and we get the, the, the NHL power play? Uh, well, um, all I can say is the bubbles are working and you got to tip your, and you have to tip your cap to Adam Stern and Gary Bettman for getting it right. And I know there's been a lot of people that say, uh, I never thought I'd say the words Gary Bettman. Adam Silver. Do you said it. Adam Stern. Adam, I said, uh, yeah, yeah. Adam Stern is somebody from Sports Business Journal. Uh, yeah, David Stern. Adam Silver. Sorry. Uh, he, yes. And that's been, it's been a crazy year. Think about it. We started off the year with David Stern passing away. Then Kobe, the legend, passes away. And then we have COVID. I mean, it, this has been the, the, the craziest year ever. And we're finally here in the studio. But, uh, you know, not actually. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna play this with this one. Here we go. We'll get that. We'll get out of here. So, I'm always glad I get uh, Frank hip to some new music with that Jack Harlow. What's popping? I can't believe you haven't heard what's popping. Anyway, it was in an 88.3 WGTs. After further review, we're back in the studio, and uh, you know, you guys have been listening to the replays, and I know some of you guys have also been listening to our SoundCloud and iTunes podcast tell everyone we've been doing this for about eight years we've been doing it before it was actually positive now are uh, uh popping actually but but now everybody has a podcast everybody can be heard but make sure you check us out it's got a picture of Frank Vashner with that horse's head at WXUT's after further review once again we're on SoundCloud and on iTunes coming up next we got Frank's power play 88.3 WXUT's